Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. This is the station you turn to first for live team coverage of breaking news. 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Good morning, 8 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Steve McIntosh. Winter storms blasting the plains. We have the story. Migrant caravan heading north toward the U.S. southern border. I'm Ted Woodward. Those details just ahead. I'm KNSS, meteorologist Ann Holiday. Looks like off and on chances of flurries will continue throughout the next 24 to 36 hours, but we'll finally see some sunshine here soon. Our complete forecast for the rest of the week coming up. The Kansas Department of Transportation has reopened Interstate 70 in both directions in northwest Kansas. KDOT says the roads were closed again after being temporarily reopened because of winter weather conditions and vehicle crashes in Colorado now. 70 is open. The Kansas Highway Patrol says snow and ice have made the roads slick and reduced traction for cars across the area. Snow depths in excess of 5 inches have been recorded in northwest Kansas. Blizzard warnings were posted Tuesday for parts of Kansas, Colorado, Wyoming, Nebraska, and South Dakota. A caravan of thousands of migrants trying to enter the United States. Overwhelming border patrol on top of the thousands they've already arrested for crossing the border illegally. Fox's William Law Juness reporting in Los Angeles. The largest caravan this year, some 8,000, set off Friday from southern Mexico to the U.S. border, a self-described exodus from poverty. Migrants come not just from Mexico, El Salvador, Honduras, Guatemala, but in the last fiscal year, more than half arrived from across the globe, including 7,000 Russians and 35,000 Chinese. Over the Christmas holidays, agents encountered more than 35,000 migrants. Over the last three months, that number topped 730,000, a city the size of Denver. And there's a blame game going on in the nation's capital. Republican lawmakers say that President Biden did away with his predecessor's strict border policies, while the president says only Congress can pass immigration reform. The U.S. is sending retaliatory airstrikes into Iraq following months of attacks on U.S. troops by Iranian proxies. Fox's Chad Pergram reports. President Biden ordered the airstrike in retaliation for a drone attack on U.S. bases. A Hezbollah offshoot affiliated with Iran attacked U.S. forces with a drone. It injured three service members, one critically. There have been more than 100 attacks on U.S. troops since the start of the war in the Middle East. 
This underscores the potential for spillover from the Middle East war. It also demonstrates how the U.S. can get siphoned into the conflict. That's why some lawmakers question the American presence in the region. The National Security Council says the U.S. will respond if the attacks continue. Capitol Police are investigating uh, any possible connection between two Republican members of Congress being swatted on Christmas Day. That's, uh, of course, swatting phone calls made to police, falsely claiming serious crimes have been committed in a home and trying to trigger an emergency response. It's Fox's Steve Harrigan with more. The goal of swatting is to draw armed police or SWAT forces to the home, causing disturbance and possibly danger for the homeowner. The first call was to New York Representative Brandon Williams. The caller claimed there was an active shooting underway in the house and multiple police officers were dispatched. The second call falsely detailed a crime in progress at the home of Georgia Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene, also on Christmas Day. It is the eighth time Green's house has been swatted. Past calls claim that dead bodies had been found in the bathtub and other parts of the home. And police are trying to identify Monday's caller. Looking back on 2023, KNSS News asked Sedgwick County Commission Chair Pete Meitzner about the biggest challenges of the year. We spent a good amount of time uh, focusing on uh, a, a couple of the, of the big projects that are actually going to come to fruition in 24 like the uh, state mental health hospital, working with them and working with the city of Wichita on that MAC center, that homeless uh, campus that's going to happen. And and actually in WSU and KU, the bioscience center. Meissner commented during his weekly appearance on the Stephen Ted in the Morning Show on KNSS. KNSS News Time now, 8.04, four minutes past 8 o'clock. We'll take a look at KU in college football action last night in the bowl game. And that's coming up in sports in just a few minutes. At least nine people have died in wild weather in the eastern part of Australia. That story coming up on the KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted. Wichita's home of the Chiefs, KNSS. This is 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Wichita's number one talk. The KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted now 8.08. Eight minutes past 8 o'clock. Officials say at least nine people have died in wild weather in the eastern Australian states of Queensland and Victoria. Three men were killed after a boat with 11 people aboard capsized in rough weather in Moreton Bay off the south Queensland's coast Tuesday. Also in Queensland, a woman was killed by a falling tree and two women and a child drowned in floodwaters. In Victoria, the woman drowned and a man was killed by a falling branch. A serial rapist is sentenced to six life terms. 33-year-old Kaylin Freeman convicted on rape and kidnapping charges involving five young victims in San Mateo County, California. The victims, all between the ages of 13 and 18. Prosecutors say Freeman knew all of the victims and took them on outings where he threatened them and forced them. They say his earliest known victim was assaulted in 2012. Gary Baumgarten, Fox News. An esteemed member of the Fox News audio family has passed. From anchoring to producing to writing, Matt Napolitano was a jack-of-all-trades, beloved by his co-workers for his passion for journalism as well as his devoted work ethic. Matt began his career at Fox in 2015 as a writer for SiriusXM Fox News Headlines 24-7, 
before quickly becoming one of our sports reporters. Despite leaving for a brief period, Matt returned to Fox covering lots of ground, including reporting, anchoring, writing, and producing. And he was the voice of a popular Fox News audio feature. For Fox in the Fast Lane, I'm Matt Napolitano, Fox News. Matt also frequented Fox television airwaves, both on Cavuto Coast to Coast on Fox Business, as well as a Fox channel near you, voicing packages for various TV affiliates nationwide. Matt is survived by his husband, Ricky. He was 33 years old. Anna Eliopoulos, Fox News. KNS has news time now, 810, 10 minutes past 8 o'clock. And a traffic update here on the Wednesday morning commute. Once again, we had that report of a suspicious character on the west side in the 6100 block of West Kellogg, somewhere near the Walmart. A guy with a black hoodie was jumping at people and oof, jumping at them and jumping around. He might be on drugs. And police were called to the scene to check that out there. 6100 block of West Kellogg this morning. Traffic update, Stephen Ted, KNSS. And now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holiday. Good morning, Dan. Well, good morning. As we can tell, the unseasonably warm weather we had last week is gone for now, with temperatures running closer to average for this time in late December. And with a nearby low pressure system, we will have occasional flurries this morning, then a clearing sky today and breezy with a high 37. Flurries possible again overnight to low 26. Lights no early Thursday and 39. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holiday. Now a cloudy sky, 30 degrees. We have a northwest wind at 18 miles per hour. Stephen, 10 in the morning here on KNSS, 8-11 now, 11 minutes past 8 o'clock. And uh, there's a shakeup underway in Congress. 35 House members announcing an intent to retire from Congress this year. And with us uh, to talk more about this this morning, Fox News Radio's Ryan Schmelz. Good morning, Ryan. Hey, good morning, Steve. How are you? Yeah, we're doing well. So uh, we're talking about thirty-five House members uh, that are—they're just—they're not coming back. What, what's the primary reason, or is there a common common reason why they're not coming back, Ryan? No, uh, there's there's different reasons for all of them. You know, you could say that a lot of the open Senate seats are one of the reasons why a lot of them aren't coming back. You have Alyssa Slotkin over in Pennsylvania who's not running uh, for for reelection because she wants to run for Senate. Uh, and she's the right now the current party front runner for uh, the Democrats there. And then you also have Abigail Spanberger, who wants to run for uh, governor of Virginia. So she's going to be leaving her very competitive Virginia seat in order to do so with that. So, you know, you have some burnout. You have some uh, people who are up there in age. It's a variety of different reasons. But there is a lot of pundits or there are a lot of pundits out there who are pointing to congressional dysfunction as a big reason for it as well. Now, is, is this uh, well potentially? I suppose yes. Potentially, this could affect the balance of uh, power in the number of uh, Democrats versus Republicans if uh, one or the other you know, wins some elections here, right? Yeah. No. Oh, I mean, well, when we look at the Senate, this uh, gives Republicans a major chance of taking back the Senate because you have Senator Joe Manchin of West Virginia who is not running for re-election. And a lot of pundits believe that without uh, him in that position for the Democrats, this almost guarantees that Republicans are going to win back uh, the West Virginia Senate seat from Manchin, and therefore that puts them in a pretty good position to be able to flip just one more seat and taking back the Senate there. And also you got to keep in mind that Republicans are in a pretty good chance in terms of their incumbents uh, to hold just about all of those 
uh, incumbent senator, uh, Republican senator seat. So they feel pretty confident on that front. But when it comes to, you know, the, the House of Representatives, uh, you know, most of the retirements that are happening in toss up districts uh favor Republicans more than they favor Democrats, because you'll have a lot of Democrats losing that incumbency. So it looks like Republicans, because of these retirements, have a slightly better chance of of holding on to the House than they did maybe a couple months ago when these retirements weren't as active. Looking at um, Manchin, is there any indication that he will throw his hat in the ring? I mean, he's been Manchin, Liz Cheney, some possible independents running. Yeah, no. Well, I think there is still a, uh, a chance he runs as a third-party candidate. He's active with uh, the No Labels campaign, which I think is still very much considering a uh, third-party bid for president. You know, he's doing a couple listening tours with his new political organization in New Hampshire, I believe, this month. And a lot of those events that he's doing are normally reserved for people who are running for office, whether they're running for re-election in something like the Senate or that they're running for uh, president. So he's putting the feelers out there as a, for a potential political bid, and he said that his mission is going to be to try to find more moderate voices and give moderate voices a greater voice. So whether that means he's running for president or that he's just going to stick to political organize, organizing, uh, it's still a mystery. But, you know, the, the, the hints are out there. All right. Hey, Ryan, hey, thanks for being with us this morning. We appreciate the information. That's Fox News Radio's Ryan Schmelz talking about the fact that it looks like we're going to have some turnover in Congress here in the coming year. Stephen's head of the morning here on KNSS, 8.15 on a, uh, on a Wednesday morning at uh, the 27th day of December. And on this date in 1904, James Barry's play Peter Pan, The Boy Who Wouldn't Grow Up, opened at the Duke of York's Theater in London, 1904. You were saying earlier, you're not a big fan of Peter Pan. I don't think I was either, except that he could fly. He could fly. He could fly. That's and true, they, and he could make other people fly. And, he could, and they had Tinkerbell. Yes, that was. Which is very amusing. A little, mm-hmm. little, what was it, a fairy, I guess? So, and then uh, he visited these uh, three kids in, in, in London. That's all I remember about it. Not much about it, except that it, Never Never Land, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, you had Captain Hook and all his minions. The villain. Yeah. Uh, wanting to do some sort of harm to, to uh, Peter Pan, but uh, yeah. Peter Pan. Uh, Quite a, quite a story there. All right. Uh, Pennsylvania Animal Shelters experienced a true Christmas miracle this week. The Adams County SPCEA, SPCA says its hallways were completely empty for the first time in 47 years. After nearly 600 animals were adopted in the two weeks leading up to Christmas. However, the kennels won't say they won't stay empty for long. The facility will start taking in animals yeah. from other shelters Starting next week, so they got they got the calls cleared. Now they they're going to put some more in there. Stephen Tennant, the morning here at KNSS eight seventeen on this Wednesday morning, and uh, let's take a look at sports this morning now with Ted Woodward. Ted, yeah, you had to stay up late last night to see the Kansas Jayhawks in their bowl game, the thirty seventh annual Guaranteed Rate Bowl in Phoenix, Kansas. Survived a lot of penalties. But it didn't matter because they scored nearly 50 points. KU wins it over Nevada, Las Vegas, 49-36. 26,000 fans on hand. And, boy, that game took took more than three and a half hours to play, and it ended just a few minutes before midnight. Long night. But KU gets the win over the Rebels. So that was good for the Jayhawks. 
It was a huge night for KU quarterback, senior in his last game with KU, Jason Bean. Six touchdown passes as he torched the Rebels' defense. Three of those touchdowns to junior Lawrence Arnold, another three to junior Luke Grimm. Bean, 19 completions for 449 yards. One out of every three of his completions were touchdowns. As the KU offense piled up nearly 600 yards of total offense last night against the Rebels. Good, uh, of course, like we mentioned, the penalties. KU got flagged 18 times for 216 (laughs) penalty yards. Wow. In total, the game had 27 penalties for more than 300 yards. So that's why the game took three and a half hours to play. Because just about every play, there was a flag coming down. Uh, But KU survived all that and still got a two-touchdown win. So FanDuel had it right. A big KU win and a lot of points scored. First bowl win for the Jayhawks in 15 years. And KU finishes the season with a record of 9-4. and four. The Jayhawks get their first nine-win season in 16 years. Jayhawks win the guaranteed rate bowl last night, 49-36 over UNLV. Go to pro basketball in the NBA last night. The Indiana Pacers win on the road in Houston, beat the Rockets 123-117. to Coming off the bench for the Pacers, Buddy Heald, who went to Sunrise Christian Academy in Bel Air. Buddy with 11 points, 5 rebounds, 5 assists as the Pacers snap a three-game losing streak, get their first road win in three weeks. The Indiana Pacers right now in the number 8 spot in the Eastern Conference. All right, we got some birthdays today to take a look at. We'll start out with college basketball. How about the great Nolan Richardson celebrating a birthday? He is 82 years old today. Nolan Richardson, great coaching tenure at Tulsa, featuring rivalries with Wichita State. Some very heated rivalries when Nolan Richardson was at Tulsa and and Gene Smithson was at Wichita State. And those were fun years as those two hooked up. Got a great rivalry going. The fan bases were just at each other's throats. And those were really good, talented teams and fun basketball games. And then he left Tulsa and became the head coach at Arkansas and won a national championship with the Razorbacks. Coach Nolan Richardson, he's in the College Basketball Hall of Fame and the Naismith Basketball Hall of Fame. And here's your trivia question. Nolan Richardson is the only coach in basketball history to win an NCAA title, an NIT championship, and a junior college national championship. The great Nolan Richardson, it's his birthday. He's 82 years old today. Here's another guy that has a good trophy case. How about the head coach at Kansas, Bill Self? Celebrating a birthday, he is 61 years old today. Born in Okmulgee, Oklahoma, south of Tulsa. And, of course, Bill Self, longtime KU men's basketball coach, and he's won two national titles with the Jayhawks. Happy birthday to KU head coach Bill Self. He is 61 today. And a happy birthday to one of the all-time great running backs for the Kansas City Chiefs, Jamal Charles, is 37 years old today. Not a big guy, 5'11". Great running back. They got him. The Chiefs snagged him in the third round out of Texas, where he had helped the Longhorns win a national championship. And uh, Jamal Charles and, uh, had two huge NFL years early to 2010, 2012 and 2013. Led the NFL in rushing touchdowns with a dozen in 2013. Ended up finishing his career with 10,000 plus all purpose yards, 64 touchdowns. Spent eight years with the Kansas City Chiefs. Half of those were Pro Bowl seasons. And uh, just had a great career among yep. the 11 years in the NFL. 
He is the all-time leader in yards per carry among players with at least 1,000 carries. He averaged nearly 5.4 yards per carry for his career. (laughs) And he's the guy with the most rushing yards in Chiefs history, more than 7,200. The great running back legend, Jamal Charles. It's his birthday. He is 37 years old today. Pretty good for a third-round draft pick. A guy that isn't even six feet tall. Absolutely. There you go. Happy birthday to Jamal Charles. And that's sports with Stephen Ted on KNSS. 822 now. Keep it here for the Hannity Morning Minute. Biden's approval ratings are in the tank. Traffic and weather coming up as well. Stephen Ted in the morning on KNSS. Wichita's nationally recognized Marconi Awarded Radio Show. This is Stephen Tad on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Good morning, Steve McIntosh, Ted Woodward, 830 on a Wednesday morning and still 30 degrees. Sedgwick County will have a non-emergency number available for New Year's. It is 316-290-1011. Now, this line will be open from 9 p.m. Sunday. December 31st, New Year's Eve through 1 a.m. on Monday, January 1st. Sedgwick County officials say you can call the number with complaints or concerns about parties, excessive noise, or fireworks. The line was created to ensure that emergency calls can get through without any disruption. A proposed microchip manufacturing plant for Bel Air is still not a done deal. Sedgwick County Commission Chair Pete Meitzner tells KNSS News. You know, it, it's all up to the to the federal, uh, that CHIPS program yeah. and uh, the, the federal award. And, uh, you know, it, I think we said uh, they had their one-year anniversary of announcing that, and that was like four months ago, and they still haven't awarded any, any, any award. Meitzner commented during his weekly appearance on the Steve and Ted in the Morning Show on KNSS. You might think that California's Democrat governor would support efforts to keep former President Donald Trump off his state's ballots, but he doesn't. Governor Gavin Newsom, who some suggest might make a possible Democratic presidential candidate someday, is blasting fellow Democrats who want to keep Trump off the California ballot, declaring that the proper way to defeat candidates is at the polls. But Newsom says he does agree with those who want Trump disqualified, that he is a threat to our democracy. Among those pushing for Trump's disqualification, Newsom's own lieutenant governor, Eleni Kunalakis. Gary Baumgarten, Fox News. Homes are now more affordable than in some previous years, but still not affordable to median income households. Home prices rose almost 5% in October. Just 15% of homes were deemed to be affordable to someone with a median annual income. Greg McBride of Bankrate tells Fox Business it's something of a perfect storm. Now, home prices are elevated right now, and the financing costs are some of the highest that we've seen in the last 20 years uh, with mortgage rates Uh, being up uh, near 7%. Even though they've come down a little bit, that's still very pricey. A little bit of good news, interest rates, which hit 7.21% a week ago, have come down to now 6.88% for the 30-year fixed-rate mortgage. Happy hunting in Mount Prospect, Illinois. I'm Jeff Flock, Fox News. Now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. A slow-moving, low-pressure system continues to bring us chances of flurries off and on the next couple of days. With cloud cover early on, finally breaking up this afternoon, it'll be breezy with a high 37. Clouds drift back in again tonight. Some flurries late, our low 26. 
Light snow off and on early Thursday and 39. I'm KNSS, meteorologist and holiday. Now a cloudy sky, 30 degrees, and a northwest wind at 18 miles per hour. This is 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Stephen's head of the morning, KNSS 848 here on this Wednesday morning. Three big things. Three. The Guaranteed Rate Bowl. Kansas 49, UNLV 36. Two. A caravan of thousands of migrants is heading north toward the U.S. southern border. One. Blizzard conditions close many highways across several states, including northwest Kansas. Three big things, Stephen Ted on KNSS. And the traffic update here on your Wednesday morning commute. We have fire crews on the scene on the north side and the south side. On the north side of town, a reported house fire in the 3,000 block of North Arkansas. Fire crews there. And the report of smoke inside a building, perhaps a mobile home. Fire crews checking that out in the 6100 block of South Lulu, just to the east of the Kansas Turnpike there near 61st South. Traffic update, Stephen Ted, KNSS. Decreasing clouds and cold today with a high of 37 degrees. Partly cloudy and cold with snow flurries tonight, the overnight low, 26. For Thursday, partly sunny, snow flurries tomorrow, and a high tomorrow of 38 degrees. Now a cloudy sky, 30 degrees, and we have a northwest wind at 18 miles per hour. Whiskey lovers, go to the Monarch for nightcap specials every day from 10 till midnight. Got half-priced pints and $7 signature old fashions. The Monarch, West Douglas in historic Delano. Stephen, 10 in the morning now, 8.50 on this uh, Wednesday morning. And uh, the stock market is open. Wall Street's open and trading this morning. And the Dow is is in the positive territory by about 27 points. The S&P 500 is up just a little, a little over three points. And the Nasdaq is up by more than 20 points. So it looks like if it holds up, it could be another positive close on Wall Street later today. And a local business update from the Wichita Business Journal. Tom Gentile, the former CEO of Spirit Aerosystems, is expanding his role at Wichita State University. The W. Frank Barton School of Business announcing earlier this month that Gentile, the inaugural executive in residence in 2021, is now the executive advisor to the dean. 
WSU says his role will be to help the business school with its strategic direction and with an initiative to elevate the school's international presence. After more than a decade in the works, the Augusta Municipal Airport is getting ready to repave its runway. Because of disrepair and large bumps on the pavement, the runway will be fully shut down from January 8th until mid-February, and then again in late March through October. As the airport has one runway, airplanes will not be able to take off or land during the, during construction, which is an approximately $11 million effort, along with uh, being narrower and shorter than any, many runways. The Augusta Airport, a taxpayer-paid, funded public location, has a large, large, large hump in the middle of the runway, and that creates a line-of-sight problem. And that's local business news from the Wichita Business Journal with Steve and Ted here on this Wednesday morning. MasterCard Spending Plus said Tuesday that holiday sales rose this year. The indicator, which tracks all kinds of payments, including cash and debit cards, found sales uh, from the beginning of November until uh, through Christmas Eve climbed 3.1%. That's a slower pace than the... uh, 7.6% 7.6% increase from a year earlier. Sales growth this year was a bit lower than the 3.7% increase MasterCard spending plus had expected back in September. Stephen's head of the morning here on KNSS. And, uh, well, it's 8.52. Ted, the working day is coming rapidly to an end for us, or close to it. Another Stephen Ted show. In the cans, as we say, Yay! almost. Yeah. Uh, interesting, uh, just to, to recap some of the things, just an interesting bowl game with the University of Kansas. A lot of defense, a lot of offense last night for them. They were completing those passes. And oh, the Chiefs, man. Chiefs have been dropping. They, they were, yeah, Bean was throwing up those long, long passes, and a lot of those receivers, well, two two of those receivers are coming down with everything. Yeah, and uh, yeah, nice victory. Uh, yeah, first bowl game win for the Jayhawks in many years. As I was growing up, I don't remember the, the but one or two very strong Kansas University football teams. One of them was that 68-69 team that went to the Orange Bowl. Had about four guys that went to the pros on that team. Um, but other than that, KU has, over the years has not been consistently near what they do in basketball. Well, they've only won seven bowl games ever. Ever. So and it doesn't happen all that often, so you got to enjoy it when it does. School's been Jayhawks around for a fan. while. Yeah. Yeah, have you got to count on how many bowl games there are? I mean, uh, uh, who knows? We used to have 80, the, 90. We used to have the Rose Bowl, the Orange Bowl, the Sugar Bowl, the Sun Bowl. Um, what was the granddaddy of all? The Cotton the Rose Bowl. Bowl. Rose Bowl. About six or seven. There used to be five, six, seven. Yeah, all of them played on New Year's Day. And then TV got involved, and now there are, there might be, sometimes there's more than 30. Wow. Maybe this is one of those years. They might wow. be somewhere around 30 or well, 32 bowl games, maybe seems to even be a, more. Seems to be a market for it. Well, it, it's, I guess <laughs> TV's got to show something. Yep. So ESPN yeah. pays a lot of money for all those games. There you go. we got to show something. But you get a lot of 6-6 six and six teams yeah. in a lot of those games. Very yeah. average teams in a lot of those games. Today is National Fruitcake Day. Uh, it's made uh, with chopped candied or f- dried fruit, nuts, and spices. And sometimes it's soaked in spirits. Well, fruitcake is better. soak it in spirits Make it eatable, edible. Holiday gift-giving tradition for many years for some people. This dates back 
The fruitcake dates back to ancient Rome. Goes back a long ways. One of the earliest known recipes lists pomegranate seeds, mm. pine nuts, and raisins mixed into barley mash. Tasty. Yeah. Well, it's uh, been many years since I've seen or even I, or tasted a fruitcake. Somebody uh, gave my mom one for Christmas. I don't remember. She requested. It. Yeah. You can we get, get it. it for her. Huh. I haven't seen any on the shelves at Dylan's or Yeah, anywhere. she got into this habit where she about on day on today, like December twenty seventh, she yeah. would tell everyone, "I'd like a fruit cake." Oh. <laughs> you can't find them now. She goes, well, yeah. "This would have been handy information a week ago." Good luck. <laughs> hey, we've got up uh, coming up this morning. We got the Glenn Beck program on the way here on KNSS. Top of the hour news this morning. We'll tell you about winter storms clobbering the Plain states, including Kansas. And if you missed any of today's show or just want to listen again, go on the Odyssey app. Thank you for listening. Stay tuned for Glenn Beck, the day in the last show. News updates all day. Stephen's head in the morning here on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita. This is the Storm Report. The nation experienced its least expansive white Christmas in decades. We explain what that means on the Storm Report. Is your phone plan messing with your savings plan? Don't get stuck paying for things you don't want. With Verizon, you only pay for what you need. And for a limited time, when you bring your own phones to a Verizon store, you'll get an amazing price on your plan. Plus, you'll save on things you actually love. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 